Today's episode is on making money. And I am super excited about this episode because I've actually had a lot of issues with this myself. And I just want to give you my success recipe, what I've learned over eight years of actually healing myself, of running against so many walls, trying to just create the next income after I quit corporate and failing over and over and over and over and over again. So without further ado, let's dive into how you can actually start creating wealth with super sound energy and spiritual principles, but pragmatic, please. My name is Christine Refo, and you are listening to Vibe Empowered. When I first started recording this episode, I actually wanted to give you everything that I have ever learned around money. And you probably don't know this, but I have a degree in finance and I worked for, among other things, a Swiss bank, one of the biggest global wealth managers worldwide, but headquartered here in Switzerland. And I also worked for a little while in ultra high net worth, which is private individuals with over 50, five zero millions of francs or US dollars or equivalent in private wealth. And that was a division in the bank that I just got to work in for a little moment. I have seen things and I have learned things, but truth be told, if you now think, well, she clearly knows what she's talking about when it comes to money, that is actually not really the case. I had to learn a very different set of tools in order to truly get myself to make money again once I had burned out and my all of my patterns, all of my problems from the past were catching up with me. And now this is what happened, right? I was making extremely good money when I came out of university. I went straight into banking. I moved to Switzerland and I worked in strategy consulting. And before I was even 23 years old, I had a six-figure salary and it had doubled, I believe, in that year because I moved from within the bank a position where I was considered a cost center. I was in the back office in strategy consulting and I moved to the profit center where money was being made for the bank and that alone almost doubled my salary. So if you are in an employed setting, I just gave you the biggest hint that I could probably drop for someone in employment, move away from being in the cost side of things, move to the profit making side of things, or be perceived to be making money. This advice was given to me by someone who unfortunately by now has passed away, and he was extremely successful and one of the youngest people in his position at this global wealth manager where I was working. So this is for you if you're still in employment. Now, as I was saying, I thought, and you think, well, she clearly knows what she's talking about, but I had to learn a whole set of other things. And this is what I want to share with you today. We are going to talk about the side of making money. I wanted to go into the five pillars, which is making money, saving money, spending money, investing money, and ultimately donating money. But as I started recording, I realized this is getting extremely long and way too complicated for now because I don't want to overwhelm you with everything that I could possibly say. I actually want to give you a couple of extremely pragmatic ways to get you 
to your first super big income. Now, if you look in the industry of coaching and online courses, you will find that most courses focus on the making of the money. There are also courses on the investing of the money, but I have so far not really found anything that really looked at the journey of money as a whole. So when we look at all the places, the get rich quick schemes, the gosh, what else is out there? The, the funnel building, the, the this is how you build a YouTube channel without showing your face things. You know, all these things are always about making money. And what I can already tell you from having worked with millionaires as an energy healer, where they drew me in as their third, fourth, or even fifth person on their team, I can tell you that making money is only the first hurdle. Once you make money, the next problem is holding on to the money. And I'm going to give you some tips today that will actually solve those two problems right from the get-go. Because here's what you need to know. You can make money with a lot of effort, with hustle, with a lot of willpower enforcing you will be able to make money and maybe even a very good amount of it. Maybe you have a skill you can double down on and it will work. The problem then is you holding on to that money. And this is where many people are on this roller coaster ride in the entrepreneurship journey because they don't understand the fundamentals. They have built something on quicksand. Now, what I'm going to do for you is I'm going to remove this quicksand for you so you can build something on solid ground. What are the things that I'm going to tell you? I'm going to tell you how you can actually set your energy, your subconscious right, so that you do not need to hustle, you do not need to use willpower, and you do not need to work yourself to the bone or burn out or work yourself in circles because there is something inside of you that doesn't want to allow you to move to that next level. Now, what are those things? I'm just going to preface that some of this will sound familiar to you if you have been with me on this podcast, but I'm going to put this challenge to you. Are you applying what I'm saying or do you just like listening to it? <laughs> Okay, so if you've heard this before, double check with yourself before you say, oh, this is boring. I know this. My challenge to you is, but are you doing it? Okay, if you're not doing it, you're not knowing. You don't know it. You don't know what I'm talking about. I want you to apply what I say because it works. So here we go. Number one, in order for you to make money and sort of set your foundation right, you actually need to feel worthy. Worthiness is a state of being. It's an emotion. It's not something you can self-affirm your way to. It's not something that you can just decide you are. I see so many women who just walk around saying, I'm worthy. I'm so worthy. And I'm like, are you really though? Because you would have a different life if you actually felt worthy. So one thing is, number one, above everything, come out of self-denial. If your life around you isn't looking the way you would like it to look, then you have something going on inside of yourself that you need to look at. Worthiness is basically the absence 
of any kind of emotion of guilt and anger and betrayal and blaming yourself, anger towards other people and any of these emotions and thoughts that are usually created in moments of severe stress or trauma. This is where you need to go. And the fastest way to get to that place is to actually start forgiving yourself and forgiving other people. Now, how can you just forgive? Well, it's honestly, you don't just forgive. You actually sit down and you have a ritual. So I've said this before and I am going to link the forgiveness practices in the show notes because I want you every day to have a forgiveness schedule. You need to go in there and really sit down and start forgiving the people that have hurt you because all this anger, all this fear inside of your system is clogging up your own sense of worthiness just because it's not on the surface and it's still hidden somewhere in your subconscious doesn't mean it's not there. And the biggest proof is look at your life. If you don't like what your life is looking like, there is something you still need to heal and to forgive. Now, I just mentioned the second thing. So I want you to really consider having a forgiveness schedule. The second thing I want you to do is to go and find an energy healer and or spiritual mentor. I did an episode on when you need an energy healer, a coach, or a therapist. I believe they have very different assignments and there are certain things that only an energy healer can deal with. If you consider that there is basically your life here in the middle and it's at the crossroads of two things. There is all the generational stuff that's being passed down the family tree and it hits you. You know, how your mom was doing life, how your dad was doing life, what their relationship with money was like, what their spending patterns were like, what their trajectory of just their own wealth was like or is like over the course of their adulthood. And maybe even one step higher, if you you know your grandparents really well, have a look what pattern their wealth story has drawn out. And you'll probably find that whatever happened to your grandfather, kind of repeat it with your father. And unless you do the work, the deep inner work, it will repeat with you to a very similar degree. So you are at the at the bottom of this family tree and you're catching all the things that your family line has learned, all the blessings, all the spiritual, um, all the spiritual insights, all the truths, right? Like this is how you live life and this is how life will be good. But, and you know, I'm talking like kindness and generosity and looking out for one another and the value of maybe family being the highest value. That is all the things where they have learned through their own lifetimes and passed down what is good. But they also passed down what they haven't learned yet. You know, all the thoughts, the model of the world, all the ways that they do life and how they do money, they will pass that one down to you as well. So there are certain lessons that maybe haven't been learned yet and they hit you and you get to choose whether you want to learn them in this lifetime or not. So just for example, consider 
if you need ancestral healing, if you need karmic healing, that is something that an energy healer or spiritual mentor can help you with. That is not something that a coach is going to be really specialized to do or a therapist either. On the other side of this crossroads, you have vertical, the line of family tree. You have horizontally the line of past lives, your own soul's journey. You know how there's this concept of, oh, she's an old soul or, you know, she's not such an old soul. Um, You actually have had multiple journeys already into this life, like into a body and having a life, a lifetime. In those lifetimes, you accumulate lessons, you learn things, and you also accumulate good or bad karma. And you also accumulate basically with that bad karma, all the lessons that you haven't learned yet. And those lessons are usually kind of the painful ones, but those lessons, unless they are learned, they're also repeating. So when you actually look into past lives, you will find that there are lessons that are coming up over and over and over and over again, because up until now you haven't learned the lesson yet. So you're actually repeating the class, let's say, you get to take the class all over again. Now, if you actually want to be on a faster track of growth, and I'm really talking in your entire life, but let's also just make it very specific to money. And I'm going to tell you why this is important for money in a moment. If you want to fast track your own growth, financially or otherwise, you want to work with a healer because somebody can actually do past life healing for you on top of the ancestral healing on top of the trauma healing of everything that's happened to you in this lifetime as well. And that is the stuff that I've never felt like a coach could really get into. It's like they don't have an understanding of it, or if they have an understanding of it, it's just somehow not really their assignment. Their assignment is to help you move your behavior to a new level and examine your thoughts and study your mindset, but it's not really about your spiritual and emotional health in that way. So that is why I really specifically say, number one, forgiveness. Number two, get a healer or a spiritual mentor who can help you through this time. Now, why is this so particularly important for financials? Because you have multiple lifetimes, especially if you're on the spiritual path, where there will be a lot of poverty consciousness. There have been so many times in the religious history where there have been vows of poverty or of asceticism, I think it's believed, when you just give up everything, no material possessions. And you still find people now who are doing that, right? They give up all kind of material possessions, all kind of ownership. And when you have that in your past, and especially if you're really in the spiritual industry, you kind of know that many people believe that spirituality and money, they don't mix, that you can either be spiritual and follow your soul's path and be poor, or you can claim worldly, you know, desires and not be spiritual. And this is the whole thing where we need to bring this all back together because you actually need money to just have a life, to just be around. And the more money you have, the more good you can do. So what actually needs to happen is to heal up all these vows of poverty, all this poverty consciousness on top of all the fears inside of your system from past lives or this lifetime, specifically from what you've gone through in this lifetime around safety, 
Because if you are not feeling safe in your own body, you are first of all not in your body. Your soul is actually hovering above your body or outside your body. Like I remember when I had the accident where my mother died, I really only have memories from about 30 or 40 meters away looking down on the scene of the accident. Like my soul actually slipped out and for all intents and purposes, I was knocked out and unconscious on the scene, but I actually remember viewing it from above it, like I was not in my body. And in order to feel safe again, we need to heal all the places where things like that happen, right? An accident or any kind of traumatic or high stress event in your childhood, maybe just being absolutely scared out of your mind and going into fight, flight, or freeze. Those are the things that are blocking your sense of safety. And if you're not safe, you're not grounded. And if you're not grounded, you can't really execute on your ideas, which means that you may have the best ideas in the world, but you're actually not doing them. You're not acting on them because you're not feeling safe. And especially if you think about entrepreneurship, when you look at building something in an ocean of uncertainty, your mind will always fill that ocean, this lack of certainty with any kind of projection of the worst case scenarios right? So if there is something that is unknown, a future that is unknown because you're taking a path that nobody can predict, your mind will fill it with worst case scenarios. And this is where a lot of healing is necessary so that you come into a place of feeling safe, of believing in yourself, and then being able to look into this vast ocean of uncertainty and see it as an adventure that you feel really excited to take rather than just this abyss of traumatic projections that this is, you know, all the bad stuff in the world will come and just haunt you and attack you and assault you. That is where the healing needs to happen for you to feel safe. If you're not feeling safe, what that looks like, the symptoms are, obviously, number one, you're ungrounded, which means you probably have anxiety or you are a high-functioning anxiety person. You are maybe sometimes having panic attacks. You probably actually have weak finances or problems holding on to money. You may feel like uh, running away sometimes. You actually may have cellulite and weak lymphatic movement in your legs. And let me think what else are probably the symptoms. Procrastination, of course, not getting things done. Perfectionism, trying to hustle and doing more as your favorite strategy. Just basically beating yourself up for not having gotten something done and then punishing yourself by doing even more of the same, which you actually already know isn't working, but doing the same thing over and over again is more comfortable than facing all the places where you feel so unsafe inside of yourself as a small child 
that you prefer covering that up, that your mind is tricking you and you tap into the same solutions that you already know aren't working instead of actually trying a different strategy. So this is where I need you to become more aware and actually recognize if you just listen to this and you're like, holy cow, this is me. I need you to become aware that there's some event, some trauma, some fear inside of you that needs solving else you will not be able to go where you want to go. You're just going to risk a burnout. And I am talking from experience. Now, worthiness is one of the things. Safety is the other thing because else you're not going to execute even on the billion dollar unicorn ideas that honestly you can just know in your soul that they're unicorn ideas, but you will not be executing on them because you just cannot. You're too scared. You're genuinely too scared. And I want you to understand that your subconscious will always outlast any of the efforts you are making. So if you're not feeling safe and you're not feeling worthy, there is no amount of willpower and no amount of hustle that will outdo your subconscious. Especially if there is a lot happening in your subconscious, if your subconscious is very stuck, you will just burn the candle on both ends and you're going to just eventually come into a place where you burn out, you give up, you go into despair, you change plans and just pretend like you never wanted this dream of yours anyway. But you cannot outdo your own subconscious. The easier way is to allow your subconscious to heal and change what is in your subconscious. I'm going to give you a third way of doing that. And then you will understand that all that effort was never really necessary. You no longer need to force it. You will be in a position of power where it just happens because if your energy is right, your life will adjust. And this is where energy healing is so powerful. And I want to tell you a story. Um, Actually, somebody I worked with, we managed to remove something from his energy field where he was feeling extremely guilty and he was able to let that go. It actually wasn't even genuine. It wasn't genuine guilt in terms of he actually didn't have a fault in what happened, but he was feeling so guilty about it. And it was something that obviously didn't even remember happened. But when, you know, we brought it up, he remembered it and he did indeed feel very guilty about it. Now, when that was removed from his energy field, his cup of worthiness increased immediately to such a degree that he actually within, gosh, within nine days from that very session, he received a letter. And I'm, I'm not kidding you. Like, this is real. This is very real. He received a letter from the house owner where he was renting the house that he was to please vacate the house because they were going to, I think, do some work on it or um, wanted to have it back so they could move in. I don't remember what it was, but essentially he was getting evicted even though he was paying all his bills and had been there for a while. And he just told me that he's actually not worried because he feels like something else is being put together for him. And his wife was freaking out a bit, but he was not. He just felt that something else was coming. And he goes off to a conference and then his wife, who was never one to look for houses or anything, actually started looking for houses and she found this beautiful house. She told him about it. He was like, okay, go for it. So she went to look at it. She was the first person to actually look at this house. 
he, a while away at the conference, figures out all the finances, gets all his tax returns being prepared super fast because this house wasn't going to be available forever. And they actually secure this new house. And this all happened in the nine days. And when he comes back from the conference, he actually realized that that was the exact house he had put on a vision board three years prior to the session. And he had written the name of his wife across the living room picture. And he would actually drive home from work and visualize him being on a commute home. So he was actually acting it out. He was like, this is home. This is where I'm going to live. And three years later, we removed something from his energy field and his real material life adjusted. He got kicked out of the current house, which made him then or his wife look for a new place to be. And then she secures the house and it is the house that he had put on the vision board. Just to tell you that when your energy field changes, when your worthiness changes, which is among other things, release of guilt, release of anger and release of fears, your life adjusts around you without you really, really having to put any effort in. She wasn't combing for years through listings. You see what I mean? And they were the first person there and they secured the house immediately and they got it at a much better deal than what the current market was going for. And he told me that in that area of the town, houses do not go on sale. They don't go on sale there. And he actually, and it this one did, and it was exactly the one he wanted. So what seems like total coincidence and luck and a really super fantastical story is actually true. It almost seems like a miracle, but it's the energy field changing. So I just want you to know that when you are doing forgiveness and when you are having energy healings done and it is your time karmically, karma, karma, when your karma is on point, the world will adjust around you to match what your energy field is dictating. Now, I want to, this is the third point, karma. You have to have a certain karmic entitlement. We're all born with good karma and kind of bad karma. You can see this as the lessons we've learned and the lessons we have not learned yet. If you think about your life, for example, maybe you're really intelligent and maybe you're extremely good looking, or maybe you actually really struggled with intelligence, but you were super winning in looks, or you're not winning in looks, but you're winning with having super loving parents. You know, like we all have different kind of karma in different areas of our life, almost like, um, a little sort of, you had a finite amount of points that you got to distribute across multiple areas of your life. Now you can add to these points whenever you want, right? You want to create better karma for yourself. And I actually have created something because I just thought it sounded sexy, to be honest, karmic wealth. And karmic wealth for me is the predecessor to creating actual wealth. You want to create karmic wealth First, karmic wealth means you are giving so much, you're creating so much goodwill, you're helping people, you're going out of your way to be of service. So you're making available what you know, you are sharing your experiences, you're helping lift other people up, you're donating money, even if you don't have much, you're donating 
some of it to those people who have even less than you, to those people who at the moment cannot help themselves. You are donating your time in any way that you can. When you do those things, you're creating what I call karmic wealth. You're creating an entitlement to actually receive money in the future. And especially if you've been struggling with money, and even if you're still struggling with safety, if you're struggling with worthiness, if you're struggling with perfectionism or um, procrastination or any of these things, when you start showing up for other people, you will receive healing right back. And this is what I just call creating karmic wealth. So for anyone right now who is really at a point where they have done all they knew they could do, where they have exhausted all the other strategies that have, you know, if you've cre- if you have purchased all the courses and done and read all the books and listened to all the podcasts out there, I just want you to consider these three things. Number one is to forgive and actually do forgiveness rituals every single day. Like I said, I have two ways of doing it. They're not the only ones, two ways of doing them in the show notes. Number two, to actually get some energy healer or spiritual mentor on board. Do not do this alone. You will go in circles. You will take so much longer. I mean, if it's just decades longer, you're probably getting a good deal. So make sure you get someone on board who has learned the lessons before you and can help you learn yours faster. Then the third one is to create karmic wealth. The predecessor to creating material wealth is to create almost like create abundance and the entitlement to real abundance in your energy field first so that your outside world can adjust. And karmic wealth can be created by donating time, donating money and resources, donating what you have learned and sharing your story to help other people out of the struggle that they're currently going through. I am so sure that you have overcome something, you have learned something that somebody else right now can benefit from. Even if, even if it is just somebody else knowing that you too have the same issues or were having the same issues, just for someone to know that they are not alone. We can always help someone in some way, just with some kindness if it can't be generosity. So I really want you to consider if you're taking me seriously, which I I hope you do, but it's not my choice. I really hope you consider ways of how you're going to forgive and whom, how you're going to help and whom, and how you're going to get healing on board for yourself and from whom. Those would be the three things I can promise you with some time will remove this quicksand under you that you stop building on quicksand and you stop wading through mud as you're trying to move forwards in your life and you're actually starting to first of all just roll on beautiful dry land and you have a solid foundation on which to build whatever it is that you're trying to build, you know, whatever business you want to do or however you want to create an income or just your life in general. This will truly bring you, first of all, out of any kind of financial struggles. It will bring you out of any kind of lack of safety, unsafety, 
It will bring you out of stuckness, you know, when you feel like you're stuck and you can't move forwards. These things will help you in more ways than one, but definitely with your finances. I hope this is helpful as always. We are going into the next episode of the Empowered Woman series, which I have this time actually decided which one it is. And it's going to be a mindset. The mindset of an empowered woman. We will break it down and I will share everything I've learned from masterminds I've paid six figures for per year to books I've read to everything that I've actually learned applies to me and all the kind of spiritual lessons I have learned along the way. I hope you're going to tune in for this. Please remember to bring a friend and thank you to those who've already done it. Thank you. I love you. I'm excited for any kind of feedback you have and to see you again for the next episode on Mindset. My name is Christine Reffo and you were listening to Vibe Empowered.